Welcome back to another episode, guys. I feel like this episode, we got back to what made this show great. Yes, I just said our show is great. It's called I, Going on a Tangent. <laughs> I feel like it's great. But um, no, we got back to uh, the full energy of this show. Hopefully you guys are gonna enjoy it. So stay tuned. What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Ask Living TV. Oh, someone's trying to get in on the show here. A little dog, Bruno. So uh, this is episode 26 of the series. We want to thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, we know the last couple of shows ran a little bit short because as new parents, <laughs> we had to make sure that we had Kyla in check and she was crying. And now that we have grandparents around, she's out. So we're going to try to get back to like that 30 minute format. We know you guys have been mentioning you like it longer. So we're going to try to get back to that 30 minutes. So are you ready to run this show? Ready. Let's get your questions answered. Okay. And if you guys haven't yet, I got to put this out there. You haven't checked out the podcast yet. If you're not listening to us while you're working out, going for your walks in the car, go listen to the podcast, but don't just listen to it. Go over there and click rate and review. We want to hear from you guys what you think of the podcast and also make sure you subscribe while you're over there as well. First question comes from Instagram from Christian Spinella says, Hey man, I've watched your videos. I love all that you're posting, all the advice you give. I follow all of your high intensity interval training videos and I see great results from it. My question is out of curiosity, do you still do intermittent fasting? If so, do you do it every single day? If you were to break off one day a week from it, would it cancel everything? And is it the only way in order to get ripped? Yeah. So I'm still doing my version of intermittent fasting. And uh, I say my version because I've been, I've been snapping about it on my Snapchat and I've been showing like my morning coffee, my morning coconut oil coffee. And people have been asking like, doesn't when you put coconut oil coffee or coconut in the coffee, doesn't that actually ruin your fast? My take of this, I'm not an intermittent fasting expert. I'm not saying I am, but what I try to do is I try to keep the calories that I have from the coconut oil. It's under hundred calories. It's like a teaspoon of coconut oil. It's all calories from fat. That's all that I have. So in my opinion, I'm still in that fasted state. So yes, I'm still doing intermittent fasting. If so, do you do it every single day? Yes, I do it every single day. And if you were to break off one day a week from it, would it cancel everything? No, it wouldn't cancel everything. Like, what do you that's like saying if you eat one bad meal you're going to be fat that's definitely not the case so i think yeah if you're doing intermittent fasting six out of seven days per week i'd say you're doing intermittent fasting that qualifies yeah and i just got to throw it out there guys like don't label yourself as i'm this or i'm that like don't label yourself as i'm paleo or i'm vegan or i'm this i'm that like you know i find when people put themselves in that corner, then when they mess up, they're just like, oh, I messed up. So I'm just, everything is out the window. Yeah. So my recommendation would be just don't box yourself in in a corner. I don't box myself in in a corner, but just, you know, try to use the tools that are given like intermittent fasting, like paleo or vegan, whatever it is, and just try to do your best at them. Mm -hmm. I sometimes love paleo recipes or some vegan recipes or something, but that doesn't mean that you have to be one thing. So yeah. that's a great point. I just think it's a lot less stressful for you and for everyone if you don't try to like be something yeah. and just kind of, you know, eat w in a way that's right for you. And like he's saying, you know, if he wants coconut oil in his coffee, just to avoid it just so that you can like follow the rules is I think a little silly. Yeah, so. and there's, if you look up intermittent fasting, there's so many different versions of intermittent fasting, just like there's so many different versions of paleo, of this, of that. Exactly. So find what works for you, what's sustainable for you and stick to it. 
And this your last question was, is it the only way to get ripped? So of course it's no. not the only way to get ripped. There's so many different ways to get ripped, man. It's just yeah. one of the ways to help your body stay in that fat burning zone. Cause you're, you're fasting for 16 hours. You're eating for eight hours. That's just, you know, there are many ways to get ripped. There's many ways. Just that's for, just something for everyone. I keep yeah. saying that's one tool in your toolbox of on your journey to get ripped. <laughs> mm -hmm. Next question. Okay, so this one, Chris Bravo on Twitter with a bunch of numbers behind his name. Um, should I work out when I'm sick? Hmm. Should I work out when I'm sick? What are your thoughts sick? since I kind of answered that yeah. last question? <laughs> okay, my thoughts on working out when you're sick is it depends because if you're really, really sick, like you have the flu or you have like a severe fever, like you're on the verge of taking yourself to the <laughs> emergency room, yeah. then no, you don't need to work out that day. But if you just have like a little bit of a cold, little runny nose, you're sneezing, coughing, and it's like minimal, then yes, you should work out when you're like lightly sick. So I would say gauge how sick are you and then you can make your decision yes or no. Exactly, like that's what I was gonna say. Like typically when you start to feel like a sore throat come on, um, it's like the first day of your cold, like you can still work out, although, mm -hmm. Although you probably should give your immune system the time away. Like don't go kill a leg workout is what I'm trying to say. But it doesn't you can mean do a light workout. Yeah, it doesn't mean you can't go outside and do a bodyweight workout or yeah, go for a or walk go for or a something. Jog outdoors. There's like light stuff that you can do that's not gonna completely drain yeah. your energy and might actually make you feel better. Like I know it from does. personal experience that working out when sick, like when you're all congested, sometimes you need to like get yourself out of breath to like clear your nasal yeah. passages and you feel so much better after you do it. And also it's the same thing like for me, when I'm if I'm sick and I stay home and just lay on the couch, I feel worse. Yeah, exactly. Or like when I was working a corporate job and I'd go, like I'd get up and I'd go, and it's almost like you forget about your sickness when you're at the office and you just go about your day. So for me, it's like worse in the morning yeah. or worse at night. For me, it's just get yeah. movement. Like it's like I said, don't kill your leg workout if you're feeling sick, but just get your body moving. Go for a walk. Do that. Do something just to stay active. Yeah, for sure. Dahlia Milan Vela on Twitter says, "Hi, I make my own cheese and yogurt. Does the whey left over from this process is the same thing as the powder you take?" Yeah, I mean, I'm not an expert on so making your own, but it is actually. It's, I read something about the whey protein industry was like back in the 70s when they were making cheese and milk and everything, and they would take the whey out. It was just being thrown out. <laughs> and then all of a sudden there was just like this light bulb went off and it was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and then it became this multi-billion dollar industry of selling whey protein. That's funny. So um, I think it is the same sort of thing. So if you can uh, save yeah, it. I think it's probably the same. I don't see why it would be any different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure the macros on them are pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. I've never tried. I wonder I mean, what it's, what's the texture like? Maybe you could let us know because we've never made our own cheese or yogurt. Yeah. So I don't know what the texture would be like. If it's something you could just throw in a smoothie, then I don't see why not. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Next question on Snapchat from Dex to real follow up question on my tight hamstrings and lower back. You said that stretching and foam rolling will help out, but only if you're doing it a good amount of time after my workout. So what is a good length of time to stretch foam roll after a workout? Um, I would say don't worry too much about the length of time you're doing it because there's no like magic. It's not like five minutes is magical or whatever, but it's just, you want to make sure that you're actually getting deep in your muscles and you're covering your whole body. So some days I like to spend a long time, maybe 15 minutes foam rolling. And then other days I'll just do a quick five minute rollout. So it's different for everyone. And I would say focus more on the quality of the rollout than the quantity of the time. 
So what's good quality then? What do you quality mean? Quality is like when you really feel like you've worked the knots out. You know, like when you're rolling, you can kind of feel that um, when your muscles relaxing. Don't you think so? Like you can feel when the knots actually loosen up a little bit. So when you have gone through every muscle in your body and you feel like a big difference, then I would say you're done. If you still feel tight and stiff, then I would say keep rolling. So. Yeah, I, I think they should rename it from foam rolling mm -hmm. to foam Massage. trigger point. Because <laughs> like you see people on a foam roller where they're just rolling back and forth and they're just doing this thing. It's just like they got this smile yeah. on their face, but they're not actually doing <laughs> what's intended to be done. They shouldn't look that good. No, when you're <laughs> foam rolling, your goal is to find the muscle adhesions, the trigger points, the tightness. Find that area, stay yeah. on that area for like 10 to 15 to 20 seconds or however long it takes to kind of loosen and break that part up. That's what foam rolling's for. It's not just to roll back and forth 10 times and then, okay, I'm done, I'm good. Yeah, so true. So I think that's what you mean by muscle or the quality. Like focusing on the quality, yeah. And you will feel a difference. Like if you really work a muscle out and you can feel like a legit difference when you say like it's night and day. When you finally, when you do it, you know, long enough or deep enough to actually get the muscle to relax, it's noticeable. Yeah. So if you're not noticing any effect from it, then you're probably not doing it right. And I would say, I would encourage you to just like experiment a little bit more and try to like dig a little deeper, try to find what we're talking about when your muscle actually relaxes, that's when you know you've done enough. Yeah, so you know, if I had to put a time on it, like for a good foam rolling session, you know, 10 mm -hmm. to 15 minutes, I think is good. If you really wanted to kill yeah, it, yeah, like it, it could go higher yeah. than that. But if you only have an hour to get in and get everything done, like keep your foam rolling to like 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, like five, in, our, in our team of lean programs, we recommend five minutes before your workout and five minutes after. So, but that's just like the surface, you know, you're just kind of getting the surface and that's to really focus on particular areas that are tight for you. Like yeah. if you have really bad IT bands or hip yeah. flexors or something, you just focus on a few areas in five minutes. But yeah, like if you're trying to cover full body, I would say it's going to take you at least 10. Yeah, like if you're looking at how athletes foam roll, they probably foam roll for 30 minutes. Like probably, they, they have yeah. massage therapists working them out for 40 minutes to yeah. an hour. Like so. Oh, you know, that's another way of thinking about it because foam rolling is a self massage. So if you think about like if you were going to go get a professional massage, you'd probably want it to be 60 minutes, right? So it's like if you look at it that way, you could do 60 minutes on yourself. Yeah but who has time for that? <laughs> <laughs> it all depends on the individual or time. Pain tolerance, right? Cause yeah. it's not comfortable. Like you said, if you're like smiling when you're doing it, yeah. you're probably not doing it right. <laughs> so next question is from Ash Schultz 13 on Snapchat. Hi Brad, does IF have negative effect on your metabolism? Everybody wants to know about IF. <laughs> yeah, I know, this is a popular topic of the day. Um, it's great though, because it sounds like IF is becoming more, mm. um, you know, it's out popular. there more, it's becoming more popular, like I've been doing it, so people probably are catching on to it. And um, it doesn't affect your metabolism, guys, because some, I mean, it could, it depends on what style of IF you're doing. So the 16-8 method is the most popular method, so 16 hours of fasting eight hours of eating. But there's some IF protocols that are 24 hours. There's some that are 36 hours. So basically you don't eat for a full day or you don't eat for a day and a half. Um, I don't do those. I would say if you're getting up to that higher end, it could eventually um, get to that point. Have where you ever fasted for a whole day? I, so here, I'll give you a quick little story. I, the first time I read about fasting, I think I was 24 or something. And I was like, I wanna do this. So Not I really. did it for a full day. But now that what I know what I know, I didn't do it because, well, I didn't do intermittent fasting 
like what the fasting police is what I like to call them (laughs) would call because at the time it was allowed that you were you were allowed to drink juice Oh, okay. So that's not fasting. So, no. How much juice did you drink? So, and then the funny part was I was in Mexico. No, I was in Cuba at the time. What? So I was on vacation. I was like, <laughs> I wasn't enjoying the food at all. I only liked the mangoes. <laughs> that was it. So I'm like, you know what? Oh, remember that, that like intermittent fasting thing I was reading about? I'm going to do that. And so I just didn't eat any of the food. All I had was juice. And I remember like in between like the beach and in the pool, I'd go home and I'd just rest and watch TV for a quick little bit. So many commercials of fast food, and it was like dominating me. It was like more fast, and I was starving. I was yeah. like, because it was my first time ever doing it. Oh, that's funny. But um, no. Did you drink a lot of juice? I drank like, so if we went out for meals, like three or four meals, I would have juice. I may actually have had fruit too. So I. Oh, this you, is so Yeah, not you fasting. couldn't cut, but at the oh time I thought it was. I thought it was at the You're time. You're such a fake fast. <laughs> I've done it, yeah. I've You've done, done 24 it. hours? Oh, yeah, totally. What have you not... Did you... I didn't know that was called intermittent fasting at the time. Yeah. I was just doing a fast. I actually think I did seven days once, like all water. I'm insane, no, you guys. Like you I've told didn't. you, I, yes, I've done You didn't have any fruit or vegetables diet. for seven when days. When I was younger, I wanted to be so skinny. You would be yeah. dead if you did seven days without eating. I think it was seven <laughs> days. No, seriously, all water, like only water. You can Why? ask my mom. We did it together. Why? Um, trying to get skinny, bro. Oh God, you're giving you're giving our viewers some like. Well, I'm not saying I would do this. Please have this disclaimer right here. Just because she did it, doesn't mean you should do it. I survived, but I don't know if you will. It's hard. (laughs) I don't think you can survive. Or I mean, you're like seven days without any calories. All you have is water. Yes, babe. There's like a lot of people do this. It's not that unusual. But anyway, shake my it, head. S M H. But you know what happens, guys, <laughs> is you start feeling like delirious on no, day three. Obvi. Like it's, I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we we need to get back to the question. Well, okay, so after so having, that would ru- that would like hurt your metabolism. Yeah, I was seven just days say, without food. Having been someone who's done fasting before and like in extreme ways, I've also done the the silly like. Um, what is it? The water mixed with like lemon and maple syrup and cayenne or whatever. Yeah. You do that kind of like Beyonce thing. Not good either. So that anyway, I've done several things where I just have juice or just have water or something like that for several days in a row. And yeah, that I do think has negative effects on your metabolism. Partially just because when you come off of it, you tend to like overeat, like yeah. binge eat because you're so freaking hungry. And then, so I think that has a negative effect on your metabolism, can cause you to actually gain more fat than you yeah. even lost during the fast. Yeah. So, so I would not recommend No. It. So bottom line, guys, the 16-8 method, your metabolism is fine. Like, oh, you're, yeah. you're that's, good. That's definitely, you're that's good. hardly even fasting, in my opinion. To fast for 16 <laughs> hours, that's basically just eating breakfast late. It's not <laughs> even, like, a big deal. Oh, but, like, is... true fasting, like, going a whole day or more is well, hard. Well, that's what it's, well, that's why it's called intermittent fasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not fasting. Uh, I know. So, anyway, that's the, that that's was a easy. long way to get to your answer to your question. That's just brunching instead of having breakfast. <laughs> Bro. You're gonna have all these guys doing uh, fast <laughs> intermittent fasting, be like, "Yeah, we're like, you don't, like, uh. all right." Next question. All right, moving along. <laughs> Actually, right. I'm asking you. Oh, okay. This is from Apex Forever on Snapchat. Uh, looks like there's a few questions here, so let's just do it like one at a time. Okay. What do you eat, and how soon do you eat before a workout? All right. So 
There are several different like great little meals or snacks that you can have pre-workout. Some people like to have carbs before workout, other people like to have fat. So you kind of have to depend, it depends on what your metabolism type is. Like I'm a person that likes to kind of have a high carb meal before a workout. You probably have- I get have, sleepy. I'll pass yeah, out. Yeah, but you have, no, you actually have your smoothie after. you. So you- I like to train, I like to train yeah. fasted, but I also, if I'm training later in the day, um, I'll have like a meat nut style meal, like workout, three out, yeah. two to three hours so before. High fat so you allow it to digest and, and you're protein. not going in there with a, st with a stomach full of food. Right. So um, that's that question. Does Wait, he also asked how soon before? Well, I, I would just say answered that. Oh, you did? Two to three hours. Okay. Well, what about you? I like to have a meal like probably at least one hour before. So you give some digestion time. Like I, I wouldn't want to eat and then go straight to workout. So yeah. I would make sure there's at least an hour space. Okay, next question is, does whether or not you lift or do cardio change what you eat before and after? For me, no. <laughs> you want a short answer? I'll give it to you. <laughs> this is the first short answer from Jessica Guthrow in Live Lean TV history. There you have it. No, one word. Okay. Um, so for, you didn't answer. No, I'm gonna answer it. Um, so yeah, it's honestly if it's a if I just killed a hit workout, or if I killed a leg workout, I'm gonna have more calories if it's a leg workout than he if it's a hit before. workout. No. Before and after. Oh, okay, so for after. Oh, yes. so now she's gonna jump in again yeah. and do her thing. I don't have post workout shakes after cardio, <laughs> but I do after lifting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and. Um, when do you throw out produce? Are overripe spinach, bananas, avocados, strawberries bad for you? My general rule, if it's not moldy, don't worry about it, your thoughts. So produce. <laughs> produce? Produce? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about produce. All right, so no, I don't think, if things are overripe, it's not bad for you. If it's moldy, I would say don't eat that. Yeah. yeah. I actually just, we had some uh, avocados in our fridge that were overripe, so it could start yeah, to get brown. Yeah, they're like a I just mushy. threw it into a smoothie. Did you? And it was good, like you don't notice yeah. it, and it makes your smoothie. Did you smoothie... take the brown part off? Or no, I didn't, didn't whatever, care. bro. Like, brown... I would scrape the brown part I'm all about off. the brown stuff, so then, <laughs> <laughs> they could take that the wrong way. <laughs> Um, so no, I just throw into a smoothie and it makes it a lot thicker. Oh. So, um, okay. and then the same, same thing with smoothies or spinach. When your spinach starts <laughs> to get wilty and everything, throw it into a smoothie. Yeah. That's actually the answer to how you still get, you don't throw anything out, like put it in there. Yeah. Put it into a smoothie or juice it or whatever you want to do with it. Oh, and when bananas get all brown speckly on the outside, we put them in the freezer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and when bananas get brown, um, it's actually really good for post-workout because the sugars Higher will actually sugar. absorb quicker into your body, which is what you want after a workout. So brown, like a more ripe banana after your workout is good. Yeah, don't throw those out. Save them in the freezer, yo. So there we go. We just answered all your questions there. We're not recommending you guys do that though. Give us questions like this. Like there's oh, okay. one, two, three, four, five questions in there. We were in a good mood. We know <laughs> we have time to answer it on this show because baby Kyla's not here. But do us a favor, this is why I want your guys' questions on Twitter, because it Succinct. keeps you guys to 140 characters. So you're, you're using us on Snapchat here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Okay, so this one is for Al Alyssa Giannani um, on Snapchat as well. So for next episode, Brad, I know you're not a distance runner, but would you ever consider training for a 10K, 15K, ah. or half marathon? Just for a new challenge, and what about Jess? Actually, that's a good question. Would um, you ever? I do a 10K. Uh, I mean, 10K. Yeah, 10K is reasonable. That's about five miles, right? You know what I would love to try is um, 
I'd be down if I could get like a group of guys together and do it like more like a like I think it's called like a sprint triathlon. Oh yeah. Where everything you is would do that? everything is cut down. Shorter, yeah. Yeah, like I would be down for that. Yeah, that might like, be. Like I think my swim game has been on point lately. Like I'm oh, really? feeling good in the pool mm, when I'm yeah. doing Yeah, seriously. Okay. Um so, <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like my swim game that was always what I was concerned about was my swimming, but with practice everything comes and I've been getting yeah. better at swimming. Biking is just biking. Like Oh really? All the all the cyclists out <laughs> yeah, there are probably gonna be like I bet they don't agree. Yeah, they don't agree. And I'm then sure biking has a lot of skill to it. So I don't know what the breakdown is for a sprint triathlon. Like I forget what it is, but I but the honestly numbers, if like yeah. I could get enough you guys together and we could get like a live lean team together to do something like that, I'd be totally down for it. Okay, as long as it's the sprint one. Though. Oh Let's yeah, I'm not clear. doing yeah, yeah, I'm not, not doing, doing a full try. But um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I've actually done a half marathon. Did you know that? No. Did you? Was this in your Was this in your days where you you were uh, you were a vegetarian? You, you were fasting for twenty four to sometimes so, I feel like, like I'm a hundred years old because I've done it all. <laughs> but no, it was um, actually I it wasn't a full one though. Let me just be real. It was um, a partner one where you do the Paton Pass in the middle. Oh. So I did. It's thirteen point something miles, right? That's and still badass. I did six of them or six and a half miles. Yeah. So it was hard. It was very hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've done that. And then also I ran a 10 miler once in high school when I was 18 and that was more brutal because it was Arizona and it was hot. Yeah. So I've done my fair share of distance running. I don't really enjoy it, but you're saying, would we ever consider it? Yeah. I would say I'd be open yeah. to that. It's not like I'm closed minded to it, but I'm just not looking anytime soon. Alyssa Gianni from Snapchat. I'm going to say to you right now, you get some people together. You come down to San Diego with us and we'll do it with you. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring Bruno then. <laughs> I want to hang out more with you guys. Like I, honestly, like I'm here and I'm in a new city. I don't have very many friends here because we just moved. So it's like, you know, I got a lot of people who know me, but I want to know more of you guys now. So I've gotten snaps from people who are local to San Diego. Yeah. So. so if you guys are from San Diego, let's like make a let's make let's a let's go date. to a Chargers game. Like let's go to like shoot some pool drink some beers you know okay and livelin <laughs> and livelin we? well no that's part of the livelin journey is that yeah. you can do that kind of thing yeah not too many beers just a couple okay it's my turn yeah i thought i asked the last one no okay, okay. either way okay uh, next question from Din Smoka on Snapchat says, Hey Brad, I'm intolerant to whey casein what are your thoughts on grass-fed beef protein as an alternative already taking powdered collagen well, so grass-fed beef protein. Oh, yeah, you had beef protein one time. Yeah. What did you think about that? I remember you hated the flavor. Well, no, because the one that I had, the flavor was sweetened with... It was fruit punch flavor. It was just sweetened, and like, with a bunch intense. of artificial sweeteners. And I just... It's too sweet for me. Like, I, yeah. I don't like that kind of sweetness, so I can't say that I liked it because of that. But if there was a grass-fed whey or grass-fed uh, beef protein powder... That was like, that, I, that like was sweetened with stevia and it was like, it tasted good. I would be all about it. Like, honestly, like my body doesn't do well on whey. Like I, I've said that a hundred times, but I haven't been able to find a non-whey protein powder that, you know, tastes good, has good consistency and has good ingredients in it. Um, I like egg protein powder, but every egg protein powder that I see has a bunch of crap in it. Same thing with the beef protein. So if I could find one, um, I would definitely be down for, for something like that. 
Yeah, I know. There's a lot of way alternatives, but yeah, like we've already told you guys, we don't like any of the plant-based ones. They are no, honestly, I yeah. no. Do you um, like the Sun Warrior? I've been adding some Sun Warrior stuff Have into, you? yeah, because your mom gave me a bag of it. Yeah. And it's not to say that I'm t that's all that I'm gonna take, but it's actually not that bad. So you, I know I, like, you're using that once a day but, and whey once a day. Yeah, yeah. but I'm mixing yeah. it in with like my morning right. smoothie. So there's a whole bunch of very other. Covered it's up. very covered up. Like I wouldn't just mix it with water like I can with whey and no. still be good. Yeah. So like if I had my morning smoothie, my power smoothie that I showed you guys. What I'm putting in there now is like a plant-based protein powder because my body... Like, I didn't know you were using did, it. Yeah, I've been using it. And then after a workout, I'm using like a whey. I just don't want to put two source, two types of or two, whey in my body two, two times. Yeah. yeah. And uh, So are you still feeling like indigestion or something with the I, whey? Yeah, like I always feel a little bit more bloated. And not like if, if I had a steak, I'd feel perfect. If I had chicken breast, I'd feel perfect. But then you just put that whey, even though it's like... Like, you know, the, oh, yeah. the whey isolate from my protein, it's just, it's not that it's bad. It's just for my body, I just don't process dairy very well. Yeah, see, I don't feel that from it. So it just depends on the person. Like some people are going to feel that. Your body won't. is like, like <laughs> the best body in the world from a physique standpoint <laughs> and from a, like a, being able to digest everything. You don't digest. She can. You have such a Canadian accent. How do you say it? Digest. Digest. <laughs> no, digest. <laughs> no, Why but you make yeah. fun of me so much? Because you're so Canadian and cute. But um, you know what? I gotta. Speaking of that, we get a lot of comments on YouTube. A lot of like mostly positive stuff, but we get a lot of hate. Not some hate too. <laughs> a lot of hate. And one of the like when I first started YouTube, it hurt me because like I was new to it and I never had people like insult me like that. But it's now I've been sometimes. doing it for so long, it just blows off my back. But I had one like. A couple months ago, and it makes me laugh. But the comment was, "Man, this dude's Canadian accent makes me want to my peel off my bleed. ears." No, like, makes my ears bleed. <laughs> makes my right? ears bleed. <laughs> anyway, that's off topic. But oh man, you guys. Well, I bet you now that you just said that, we're probably going to get a whole host of like mean comments that are just intended to make us laugh. No, shout out to all my Canadians out there. Sometimes the mean ones make us laugh, but sometimes they do hurt. We're real people too, just so you know. Okay, next question. Okay, Antoinette on Snapchat. Hi Brad, I discovered your channel on YouTube about 10 days ago and I've been addicted to watching your episodes ever since. That's awesome. You guys give such good advice. I've been a yo-yo dieter all my life, but I've been the biggest for the longest time, so I need to get a grip. I have put on six stone since my mom passed away three years ago as food and alcohol became my friend during this time. Do you have any advice on how to stop comfort eating as I love exercise and will work out five times a week, but I undo all my hard work as soon as I get upset or stressed. I end up binging with cider, wine, cheese, and potato. All right, so like I say to everybody when it comes to these kind of questions is, um, when you do one of these binges, you just kind of have to stay focused on what it is you, you want to accomplish. Like, what is your why? Um, like, I, I mean, I can't say I have binges, but I have meals where I'll, like, if I... You eat more than you should. I eat more than I should. Then, I'll eat yeah. food that's not, like, good. But I just know that the next meal, the next day I wake up, I'm going to crush it again. I'm going to go back at it because if I stay on that road, that, that road's not going to take me to the goal of my vision that I want to have. So... I would throw it out to you is like, what is your vision for your body or your health? Like, what is it that you want to accomplish? How does that look? What does it look like? What does it feel like? If you can't answer those questions, 
answer those questions because once you have that in mind, then you know you have that journey and you're going to go there. So the next day, you're not going to keep binging. You'll be like, I'm going to pick my, pull my socks up and get back into it. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he's working out, you know, which is good. It's like what you need to do to use up that energy. But yeah. the other thing is just like learn to lean on a friend or a family member or even a therapist if you have to. I know it's hard when you're going through tough times and you're feeling really emotional. Like you said, food becomes your friend, but it's not the friend that's also loving you back. You know what I mean? Like It's the you, opposite. Yeah, if you eat too much of it, it's, it's making you feel even worse and making you... Um, not like the body that you're in and doing all this detrimental damage to you. So if you were to actually um, like reach out to someone for emotional support instead of going for food, because food really can't give you emotional support. It makes you feel good at the time, but then it makes you feel worse afterwards. So yeah, like, I would encourage you to try to like reach out to people in your life. Like if you're feeling that way and you've been eating healthy all week, then go enjoy a meal, like enjoy life. But, but then just promise it. yourself that, okay, I'm going to allow myself to have this, but I'm going to start back on my journey after this meal is over with. Like, yeah. then you just move forward. Forget about yesterday. Keep going forward. And get a little bit more serious about portioning your meals, like, throughout the day. That way, when you do have, like, a wine, cheese, potato moment, then at least you know that the rest of the day you've been having high protein and low calorie and high vegetable meals. So I feel like you won't be as overwhelmed and, and don't try to like starve yourself and save up the calories and then have a binge. Cause yeah. I think that's where people really go wrong with messing up their metabolism is like, you've been starving all day and yeah. then you just dump a bunch of cheese on yourself. So try not to do that. Okay. Next question. Last one of the night on Snapchat from profit three says, Hey, Brad and Jess, y'all are awesome. Two questions. Have y'all ever been fishing hunting? And do you drink flavored protein powders? Okay. Fishing, hunting. I've been fishing. <laughs> I've not been hunting. Have you? No, I've never been hunting before. I've never shot a gun. Actually, yeah, I've never. Shot I've a shot. Gun. I have shot a gun, but what? I, uh, yeah. At who? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Did you shoot at an animal? No, oh. no. Was uh, it at a beer can or something? It was. I was at a bachelor party, and it was disc shooting. Oh, there you go. Disc shooting would be really So fun. I guess yeah. that's considered... Yeah, I've yeah. never shot a handgun. That's I guess. not it's, hunting, boo. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say I was hunting. <laughs> hunting discs. <laughs> that is not hunting. Um, no, I've never been hunting. I've been Easter egg hunting. I don't really have any ambition to go hunting, nor do I want to go hunting. No, um, but fishing is fun fishing, sometimes. Yeah. Like, especially like deep sea fishing. I like it. Yeah, I've done fishing. My dad used to take me fly fishing too, like in a river. Um, but what about flavored protein? Uh, the question thought, was, do you, drink do you drink flavored protein? Yes, we do. I mean, some we usually have the unflavored kind <laughs> well, because it's less uh, artificial sweeteners. But Yeah, so the unflavored protein, you have to mix it with something. Like, you can't... Yeah, so in that sense, it is flavored, I guess. You can, but you're choking it down. It tastes so bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't drink So, it like, get the unflavored stuff, mix it with banana, maple syrup for your post-workout, and, like, it masks that flavor yeah. but if or you're just but yeah or if you but if you're just slamming back um, a protein shake with water get the flavored one and um, you know yeah. like like a flavored one with sucralose it's not gonna be the end of the world like you know but just try to find something with um, stevia stevia is the preferred method yeah but yeah for sure I used to drink like those muscle monk ones yeah. that are 
I don't like those. Yeah. Like they're already um, liquid in a can or a carton thing that you buy like at the gym. I used to drink those all the time, but making your own protein shakes is way better. Yeah. So that's what we recommend. Just use a blender, put some fresh fruit in it, your own sweeteners. That's the way to go. All right, guys, that's the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I think, uh, I feel like we got back to our regular uh, energy, energy <laughs> length, fun. Uh, yeah, just without having to worry about a baby crying in the next room. You didn't so, really have any rants this time, though. No, but we, I told some... Brad didn't get angry. I told some good stories, though. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. What's the question of the day? Um, let's see. I would like to know from you guys, like, how many of you actually are using supplements? And if you're using supplements, which one are your favorite? Maybe just list your two favorites so it doesn't get crazy. <laughs> so, like, brand or just, like... Types of supplements. Types of supplements. Like, so, are you like using creatine, whey protein? BCAs, are you yeah. using plant Good question. protein? Yeah, like, what supplements are you using? Just so we can know. Or if you're not using any, put none. You know, yeah. let us know. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Live and lean. Live and lean. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.